Welcome to the No Name MMA Show. You guys, it's been a hot minute. We're so excited to be back with you. Today is July 29th, 2020. As always, I'm one of your co-hosts, Nina Hager. And joined with me tonight, we've got... Annie Romero. Juan Chavez. And I also thought I would introduce someone you may have heard in the background every now and then. You may hear her a little more now because she's feeling a little extra active. But Andy and Mai's dog, Nellie. Yeah, we'll, we'll say she's active. We'll Russell. say she's active. She is wandering around. So we thought we'd give her a shout. But anyway, for today's show, we thought we'd switch it up a little bit since we haven't really recorded a whole lot recently. We're going to play a little catch up, but Andy, take it away. All right. So um, first, we're going to be going over last Wednesday's or the Wednesday before last Fight Island. So Fight Island 1. So the uh, the Fight Island took place after Jorge Masvidal versus Kamara Usman. In that one, we saw... Um, the headline of Calvin Cater versus Dan Ige, um, and Calvin Cater won. Uh, it was a while ago, but we are going to be talking about Davis and Figueredo winning against Joseph Benavides and kind of solidifying himself as the king. Yeah. Which, I mean, he just took it to Joey. It was dominant. It was like, a dominant performance. He had no breathing room. He was caught in a submission, like, right away. Again, caught in the submission right away, got up, got knocked down, and then put out in the submission. Which, by the way, he's never been submitted. He so also didn't tap out. He didn't tap out. He just went so to it's sleep. the G move to just go ahead and get right. that CTE. Yeah, but <laughs> take it like a man. <laughs> go to sleep. Uh, it sucks for Joseph Benavides, but just because he's always going to be the bridesmaid and never the groom. Mm-hmm. At this point, it would be four times, not including his strike force, I think. So he tried to go at, I think it was either WEC or strike force. He lost the championship there and then three times in the UFC. And this would be his fourth time losing. That's a Hudo curse. Yeah. That's a Hudo so, curse. You know, the MMA gods just decided that it was time. And he said that he wanted one more because he doesn't want to go out like that, which I understand. But who? Um, what do you give him? Like, you uh, gotta give him somebody that. I mean, you gotta you gotta I, do the you way can give him. Um, you can give him Askar Askarov. That's who I was looking for. Yeah, um, I think he. Yeah, so he's still undefeated, and he's coming up, and he's from Dagestan. So, and I mean, the last performance he had was really good, and he has really really good performances all the time. He's the only entertaining fighter that I can really name off the flyweight division like that mm-hmm. besides Joseph Benavides and uh, you know uh, Henry Cejudo, Demetrius Johnson Davison Figueredo mm-hmm. but who knows I guess yeah you give him which that weight guy. class is this again uh, flyweight so 125. 125 right. so but that's the thing with flyweight it's you don't show enough love to them so that was one of the questions that I had so now that Davison Figueredo is the champion right mm-hmm uh-huh. It's, I would suggest to the UFC that it would be the best move to promote from within that division because now Cody Garbrandt is saying, I want to fight for the championship against Davis and Figueredo because I can make 125. So at that point, what would you guys prefer? Especially you, Nina, because you don't know, you don't know any of the flyweights. 
You know? No, I don't. So that's where it's just like, would you prefer Davis and Figueredo mm-hmm. go with somebody within that division? Nellie is ready to answer that question. <laughs> that is a child. That is a child on rollerblades. <laughs> Not on my street. Not on my street. She's ready to take them down. So, all right, all right. so would you prefer to see Davis and Figueredo kind of show some shine in the flyweight division? That way, at least you know, at least you see somebody else's face. Which Cody Garbrandt, you might not know him that well, but you've seen him before. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if you see him before at 135, it's almost like they don't have enough trust in what you can bring. And it's not like a flyweight championship is ever going to be the t- like the main event Yeah, in a pay-per-view. It's hard because mm-hmm. like when Cejudo walked away his other championship, there was just so many contenders mm-hmm. for that title. That this one is kind of like the underdog title, and mm-hmm. there haven't been a lot of big, recognizable fighters. Yeah. So I honestly don't even know how to answer that question fairly. Like, I want that weight class to be built up so that we can get excited about it again. And right now, there's not really like anyone that I can totally name off but that I think, I can that's think on, of. I think that's on Dana White because he's not promoting it yeah yeah and that and i think that's what you're asking like what would be the best yeah so i don't know if it's you know what fighter it is it's just i need the ufc to like care about it a little bit more Mm -hmm. so that i'm sure there's you know a whole list of great fighters Mm -hmm. i mean there is so um so i want to see more about them because i don't really know anything about them Mm -hmm. um so the only thing the only thing that I think that Dana White could do is whenever there's fights, um, whenever they're advertising fights, mm-hmm. kind of throw in the flyweights more often than not. 100%. Yeah. Just, just to not even to try to get money off of it instantly, but, but at in least the long so. Run. Yeah. yeah, totally. At least so you can, I can be like, oh yeah, those flyweights had a battle mm-hmm. and now I know them mm-hmm. or like, I, I just think it's just not enough exposure to the rest of the division. Right. Where I can kind of name off like the top 10 in any given division, kind of whatever. Yeah. But flyweights, I don't know. I just know like Davison Figueredo, um, J- Joseph Benavidez, like, I Askar, can't put a Askarov, face. Mm-hmm. And those are the only three people. I might know another one, but I don't know the name. And when was the last time you saw these guys fight? Askar Askarov, he fought on the same card. Okay. As the Davison Figueredo, Joseph Benavides. Um, but Brandon, who's ranked number three, I don't know the last time I've seen him. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't. Alex Perez. That sounds familiar. Oh, well, there is there is Juicy A Formiga, <sighs> but he loses all the time. Right, yeah. right, right. So, yeah. Yeah, I can't really put a face. Uh, Tim Elliott, I can put a face with that. Tim um, Elliott, um, he... He, he somehow won, but he should have lost that fight against an unranked opponent. Mm-hmm. And Tim Phillips ranked he's at guy, 13. He's yeah, he's the one who had the mullet. Right. Mm. So the best way to, as they're going to promote it, they need to promote it. And with the mindset that we're promoting this for the long run, mm-hmm. not promoting it to get money out of it. Yeah, like, and yeah. that's where I think they're. it's kind of going that way. Because mm-hmm. who, who's to say that Cody Garbrandt doesn't just win and says fuck it and kind of goes uh-huh. back to 135. And the yeah. weight cut's shitty. And if there's wow. no and you're money older, in it, yeah. like if nobody's going to pay for that fight, Dana mm-hmm. White clearly isn't really too concerned about 
hyping it up all that much. Yeah. Um, so if Garbrandt goes down and then leaves, mm -hmm. I think that would be really, that would look bad for the flyweight division just because, um, Dana White's going to look at that and be like, dang, not even the well, weight mean, classes above them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They don't even want to like mess with these guys, well, not because they're tough, but because they're uninteresting. And that's where Davidson Figueroa was saying that, yeah, no, I'm looking to also prove myself at 135. So even he, he just won mm -hmm. and he's like, I'm already ready to move up. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, no, just fucking stay in your own lane. Like yeah. that's where. Like, as much as people don't like Kamaru Usman, as much as you think that he might be not the most exciting fighter, he is a 170 staple. He's yeah. he's making it to where 170 is his home. Yeah, You 100%. come into his home, he's going to defend it. And that's where, uh, like Khabib, he stays at one, um, what's it called? 155, right. but he stays there. He doesn't move around. Max Holloway fucks around because he's trying to prove that he's the best. But yeah. That's where I'm just like... And I don't need like, a huge show for every single weight class or fighter, mm -hmm. you know? So, yeah. I would like him to defend. I would like him to defend against somebody that's not Cody. How would you... I think... Go ahead. How would you feel if Dana White ended up taking away the flyweight division, but added a 165 division? So he would, I guess, take away two divisions, the so 170. So it would be 155, 165, 175, 185? Yeah. I'd fuck with that. Um, the only thing is, I mean, if that's what the UFC, I think that move makes the UFC more money than keeping the flyweight division. Because mm -hmm. you, at that point, Khabib can go up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. At that point, one seven years, they only have to cut an extra five pounds. And then the flyweights, they could go to 135. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then be all right. But that's where you're going to be losing half of them. Yeah, you're not all of them. Yeah, because the one thirty five probably keep the top one thirty five. Yeah, one thirty five. It's already stacked as is. Mm -hmm. Like just naming the top seven, you're, you're going to get Frankie Edgar. You're going to get Dominic Cruz. You're going to get Piotr Jan as the champion. Mm -hmm. You're going to get Jose Aldo, Marlon Marias, Cody Garbrandt. Yeah. So I mean, and then so I guess Mali's that would kind of be like a road bump. Like, yeah. they know I mean, you would do. lose the, yeah. all those fighters, and that just shows how much of a like impact that Henry Cejudo had, like well, especially to take over. That was his goal too. I like mean, I'm gonna save the flyweight division, yeah. and it was it was gonna be taken away. Yeah. I mean, it had yeah had uh, right. T.J. Dillashaw mm -hmm. won with his EPO ass. Dana White would have taken it away. So when when does TJ comes back? <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then That's TJ right. at one thirty-five. So let's let me talk about a little conspiracy <laughs> right now. Yes, yeah. please. What if Dana White was or um, uh, Henry Cejudo and uh, TJ Dillashaw was like, "Yo, Planned We them. need to save this division. I'm not going to get popped, but if you're okay with getting popped, we can save this division." And then you know. What's his face comes back? TJ Dillashaw comes back. I still think Henry wins the championship. And, yeah, and then uh, they both win at the end of the day, yeah, kind of. Yeah, I think Henry can just mop the floor with both of those divisions. Oh yeah, honestly, well, he, he showed me nothing but he can, and he has a reason to step away for now. You yeah. know, but like he wants to fight. To like, he's still interested. To talk to yeah. you about even again to bring up like his pay, like 
Of course he should be getting paid. He's carrying a whole entire weight division that nobody gives an F about. Mm -hmm. And nobody can even really get, like, behind supporting at that Which point, too. people should be able to, but they yeah. can't because yeah. of the way that the UFC is going about. Right. Like, they're so focused on the middle, welter, and... In, yeah. in all fairness, though, lightweight. what people tune in to see are scraps where people get knocked, knocked out. Knocked out, yeah. Where, because the flyweights are so small, you're not getting those knockouts. Sure. Which makes Davison Figueredo that much more better for the division because he he has that raw power where he can lay you out and cody would be a really good so yeah it it wouldn't be a bad fight it's just i just don't see the longevity in that move Mm -hmm. i just don't see like what kind of chess are you playing yeah because you you're obviously you got to be at least three moves ahead Mm -hmm. so okay so davison wins against cody now Cody has even further reinforcement that he can win at 135. Yeah. And he's going to want to challenge that. So you don't give him Cody. Or you give him Cody, Cody wins. Who's to say Cody just vacates and goes back up to 135? Who says he defends? But if the, if, the, if the weight cut isn't bad, then I think he'd be willing to stay. He's like, yo, I, do- I dominated is a strong word, but he did really well. Uh, um, he won it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then got knocked out. Yeah. Twice by TJ. Uh, EPO. EPO. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, there's that. So I don't, I don't know if he would want to go back. I think he would like to see a, a whole new list of faces mm-hmm. to be able. I took all of them. Let me take all of y'all. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. So that's fair. I mean, you do give him new blood to kind of wipe out, and he is younger. So mm-hmm. who knows? Maybe. And he was talking mad trash about Anali, but we can talk about that later. <laughs> so moving on from there, we also had for the co main event of that event, Jack Manson versus Kelvin Gaslam, where it was pretty even. We all knew what Jack Manson had coming in. We just, I felt that Kelvin was just a little bit more overall skilled. I was proven wrong. Jack Hermanson caught that man in a heel hook first round and just made him tap. Bro, so, so now, and then after that, Jack Hermanson said, so I won against Kelvin. So now mm-hmm. Robert Whitaker is going to win against Darren Till. And then Costa is going to win against Izzy. Jared Cannonier is going to fight Costa. And then I'm going to fight the winner of that. He lost all of that when he said that Costa was going to win. Because Costa's not going to win. He's not going to win. He's not going to win. But I'll entertain it. I'll entertain it. So, okay. So now we have Jack Romanson pulling it out. Robert Whitaker won last Saturday. Right. Yes. Against Darren Till. In a very technical match, I think uh, Darren Till won the first round. Robert Whitaker won the last four. People had it 2-2 going into the fifth. And Robert Whitaker won the fifth round. Mm Mm-hmm. But so now Jack Manson's coming to light. Mm-hmm. So now you kind of have to give him Robert Whitaker. Why would you not? Who, give Jack? Yeah. You give Jack Robert Whitaker? Yeah. As a main event. Next? Yeah. I don't know when, but that's the next fight for Jack Manson and Robert Whitaker. It makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. At that point, you have them, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And then. Paula Costa versus Israel Adesanya is fighting September? September 19th. Mm-hmm. So then you also have Yo- Yoel Romero against Uriah Hall, which could be a potential spoiler for that. Mm-hmm. But And then you also have Jared Kanier waiting in the wings 
ranked number, I believe, three. They could get Jack uh, Yoel. Yeah, I would Jack, be ready. Yoel, Yoel is fighting um, Uriah Hall. Oh, that's fair. Hmm. So Jack Why is he and fighting Ram- Uriah? Mm-hmm. Uriah oh, there it is. There. And then right, right. Yoel Romero is on a, what, three-fight losing streak now? Yeah. Very close fights. I Some mean, of them no, that fight with Izzy was not, the, not no, a fight. Not that one. But the, the last <laughs> that one was Robert of a Whitaker's fight. <laughs> both the Robert Whitaker's But then, no, but yes. then you're looking at, so before that, you had his fight against Paula Costa, which some people, I thought Yoel did enough to win. I don't yeah. think it was robbery. I just think that takedown should have counted. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you had, before that, you had his fight against Robert Whitaker. Which he lost, and then before that, it was the fight against Robert Whitaker, which he lost. Mm-hmm. So now you're looking at a fighter that's lost three in a row, mm-hmm. and in championship fights. Yeah. So why not just go ahead and give him a number like ten through five, which okay. Uriah Hall is number ten. That'd be fair. I guess. I mean, honestly, they all have fought recently too. It's almost like yeah. Just I mean, Jack Hermanson. Yeah, yeah. Jack Hermanson and Robert Whitaker fought in the same week. Yeah. So at that point, it's just like well. And they're going to be healed up around the... Yeah, so... Well, Jack is not even... Jack, Jack fight didn't right now. do anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jack fucking yawned and got that heel hook. Yeah. Robert Whitaker was in a fucking war, though. Not really. So we'll see how long it takes for him to get healed up. But I think he, he said he still wants to fight before the end of the year. Mm-hmm. So you can make that November. You can make that December. Yeah. But... I mean, it's only July right now. All right, let's say... August. Let's say they do fight and Robert Whitaker wins. He fights Israel Adesanya. All right. So I just don't like the way Robert Whitaker went to that fight. Now he did say that he was like drained out, mm-hmm. like in a sense, because he wanted to spend time with his family and just so focused on fighting. And yeah. that's why, yeah. which is cool. But I told you, I didn't see anything new that Robert Whitaker displayed on the Saturday fight. That would give him the edge over Izzy. That would give him the edge over Izzy. And Israel just, like, mopped the floor with Robert Whitaker. Yeah. Like, knocked down. But that was also him being unmotivated, having the weight of the championship on him. And, I mean, we've seen it with other fighters where they lose, and then right after they lose, they come back. we also seen with fighters, they lose, and And that's it. Just can't recover. But but he won against Till. He won against Till, and it was a very competitive (laughs) match, and he put his heart out in it. So that's where I got to give him at least the credit where credit is due, where he put in work. Mm -hmm. And Aaron Till is no slouch. Mm -hmm. He knocked his ass down with that elbow. What is he, like 28, 29? Aaron Till? Yeah. Yeah, something like that. 27, 28? Yeah, sounds about right. But so that is the middleweight division at that point. Yeah. So yeah. So I guess it all depends on who wins next time. But that I'm, is he, I'm that just is not excited. Mm-hmm. I'm just not excited for Robert Whitaker and Izzy if that comes out to be. Well, but I mean, Jack, if you, Jack if he's is calling. Jack, it, it's anybody's game. Jack Manson is good. You just got to catch him going in because he's gonna shoot. Mm-hmm. It's one of those guys like he's gonna shoot. You just got to know when. Mm-hmm. And it, as soon as you know when he shoots, Ben Aspen. Bark, bark. <laughs> All right. Oh. Well, rip for Kelvin. <laughs> All right. So dude. in that same event, we also had the heavyweight debut of Alexander Gustafson versus um, Fabricio Verdum. So in that one, it was first round submission loss <laughs> to Fabrizio for Gus making his heavyweight debut, which 
he that came was, out of retirement for. That was mm-hmm. crazy. And but in all fairness, Emma, uh, our friend uh, Miguel, he loves Alexander Gustafson. He thinks uh-huh. it's the world. He's just like, why did they give him Verdum? Why did they give him Verdum? Well, Verdum against Alexi Olenek, he honestly between that fight and this fight, yeah, he must have lost at least thirty pounds, yeah, yeah. easily clean because yeah. he he had uh, what are those things called love, love handles, handles. <laughs> like hardcore yeah, love handles, like it wasn't just like love handles, it was yeah. like yeah. over his shorts. Mm. So I think on that fight too, a lot of us had Verdum winning. I I thought I it was going to be closer. I thought I had Gus winning, mm-hmm. but I thought it was going to be a good match. Yeah. Just because, I, like, there was no way that Verdun was going to... I thought there was going to be improvement with Verdun. Uh-huh. I didn't think I would see as much improvement, just because he looks so bad. I think also part of why he looks so bad, though, is because Olenek looked so good. Yeah, that's fair. He looked so fair. good compared to him. And it was Olenek a heavy... came out... Yeah. Like ripped with mm-hmm. barely any body fat on him mm-hmm. and surprised us. And so it probably just also in comparison to the two, like who looks better. For, for sure. Our doom did not look good compared Redoom to Olin. Did look yeah. bad. I mean, just flat out. He, he True. Looked. I wonder yeah. I wonder if they're gonna come out in like a week or two and say, Oh, we're doomed got popped. <laughs> For like whatever steroid again, it'll matter for two years. So that's the thing. So oh, Verdun, did that happen before? Yeah, he his he last fight, the where he yeah. was fat. That was his. That was his first fight back oh, after two after years. a suspension or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. He said that I believe he had gotten tainted horse meat, which some fighters say that they have had oh. it before, and he is Brazilian, so who knows? But after the Usada suspension, he looked like he didn't do shit. Oh, someone else just got suspended. I can't think who. Oh yeah, it was um freaking what's his face with his girlfriend who's pregnant and they did the gender oh, Mike reveal. Perry. Mike Perry just got suspended. Oh damn. Yeah. Oh I yeah because he got he knocked out a. He got man. in that bar fight. No, yeah. but someone else someone just got popped for um, oh. steroids. Okay. Uh, steroids? Yeah, I could probably pull it up here. And yeah, I don't know who got popped. Um, but. And that's where Vadum is like, this is my last fight in the UFC. Let me go ahead and take out your boy Gus, though, making his heavyweight debut and ruining it. Because at that point, everybody kind of had Gus. Mm-hmm. And I kind of had Gus. It's just like... Mm-hmm. Gilbert uh, Melendez got popped. Oh, Gilbert Melendez. He should go ahead and retire. Yeah, in two-year ban. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. So that happened. And now Verdum's gone. Gus... Who knows? He says he wants to keep on fighting. He found his love again for it. Who? Verdum? Alexander Gustafson. Fabricio Verdum is going to be scary up in, like, if he goes to Bellator, oh my god. Mm -hmm. Um, What's it called? I I hope Alexander never retires. I love watching him fight. I hope he never retires. Ever. I hope he's 99 (laughs) fighting. Alexander Gustafson? Yes. he is. I think he is one of the most entertaining fighters because his uppercuts are just nasty, and his. Li- I mean, I yeah. Know. If you look at the uppercut against Glover Teixeira, who's a what almost fifty year old, like, yeah, nah. he's gonna outbox nah. it. Nah. Nah. And I love Glover. You're Teixeira. taking away Kev, uh, credit from now. Granted, Gustafsson has lost his like last two or three fights, so there's that. But against greats, so I am mad about Anthony that. Smith is next for him. Anthony. He already got. That's it. right. That's I mean, right. And he got destroyed. 
Yeah. What do you mean? And basement. Corey Anderson? Uh, no, he just lost. He just I, lost, so he can't. I'd prefer him seeing I prefer seeing him in heavyweight. I think he oh, has, yeah, that's he right. has very that's exciting right. matchups at heavyweight, especially striking wise. Just because you're not gonna get another Verdum unless you get unless you get Olenek. Yeah. But against Santos. Santos, but he has to get a win though. Mm-hmm. Santos is ranked and he's a beast. So he does have to get at least one win before fighting a top fifteen, whatever, ranked opponent. Walt Harris. That would be a good one. I'd fuck with that one. Wires coming off a loss. He's coming off a loss. He didn't get hurt too bad. His arm's probably a little messed up. But, mm-hmm. yeah, that'd be a great fight. But who knows how the heavyweight division now folds out. We'll be seeing, um, not this week, but next week. So that will be August 8th, I believe. We will be seeing um, Derek Lewis against Alexi Olenek, who we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be seeing Alexi Olenek make Derek Lewis tap. Yeah. I'm sorry, but come on. That... Derek Lewis, why did you take that fight? Yeah. You should have never taken that fight. I'm excited for that one. Oh, well. I like Derek Lewis, but Homeboy does not do good against grapplers. He'd be all right. DC, look what DC did. All right. His... If Alexander Volkov could have done something on the ground. Derek. Yeah. But he can't. Yeah. Derek, uh, Derek's back is broken, and that's the only reason why. That he can't do anything on the ground. And his stamina is really bad. But other than that, I think he, he'd be fine. Mm-hmm. And then um, in other news, so that is it for the wrap-up. Um, in other news, Ariel Hawani came out today and interviewed Tony Ferguson. And Tony Ferguson said, I'm glad that I lost. It gives me a reinvigoration for winning again. It Robert makes me Whitaker. stop focusing on trying to win against Khabib. Yeah. It just makes me just focus on winning, period. Yeah. yeah. And then he said that he's down for either the winner of Justin Gaethje versus Khabib, mm-hmm. which probably is not going to happen. <laughs> um, Dustin Poirier, yeah. which would be an amazing fight yeah. like that in November. That'd be good. Boom. Or Conor McGregor, which who knows if that happens. Who cares? Fuck Conor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's where I'm all in on Dustin Poirier versus Tony Ferguson. I am down and Dustin Poirier's it. last fight was uh, a Margamedov, right? No, give me an interview. Oh, no, you're fine. I'd be totally fine for Connor to come back from retirement again just to get his ass kicked by Tony Ferguson. Oh, that'd be great. That would be yeah. very, that would be very such validating. a good show yeah. and validating, especially if the interim champion himself, who we know is probably never going to fight Khabib yeah. ever, 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 Unfortunately. has recently fought Justin. Um, like maybe he could, I don't know, but yeah, if Connor's going to come back from retirement for Ferguson, Mm -hmm. I would be so, so stoked for that. As much as I'd like a poor, uh, Dustin Poirier fight, I would love to see Ferguson beat Connor. Yeah. I'm just, I'm, I'm tired of Connor. Um, I think if he loses one more time against someone like Tony Ferguson yeah. or whatever, and I yeah. think that I think finally shut him up, and yeah. so that's part of like why that's, I would be yeah, so that excited is the most to see it. Thing regarding, yeah. I think that would be the biggest fan, and since he's just a money man anyway, mm. like then let's give the people what they're yeah, really yeah. wanting to see. And it sucks because Ferguson will literally never be able to fight Khabib because yeah. Khabib is on his 29th fight with Gagey yeah. and then retiring once he fights his 30th fight I'm which sure. is hopefully GSP 
Yeah, that so that's where tight. Khabib finally came out. And uh, one of the things that he said was in October, so it'll be October 24th, they got announced he'll be fighting against Gaethje. Mm-hmm. And then he said, after I beat Gaethje in April, I'll be fighting GSP, mm-hmm. which is what his father wanted. So I'm not mad about it. And I think we were talking about it before. It's Yes, it's not Tony versus Khabib. No, but that's not the reason why I'm mad, but go ahead. I'll explain. But, I mean, you got to... You gotta cut fucking Dana White some slack. He tried. He did. Five fucking times. He tried. I cannot say that I have tried harder at something that was proving to be <laughs> impossible. Yeah. Five separate. At that point. I'm not even thinking at all. Yeah, I think a lot of people yeah. are at peace. Dana White with did it. what he could. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that's definitely between Nobody Khabib blames, and Tony. Yeah. 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 And I don't I think, think anyone's What was upset the Albert Einstein quote? It's just like the clearest form of stupidity is doing, repeating the same thing, expecting a different result. Insanity. Yeah. Just like, yeah, insanity. So there, it's just like he did it five times. I'm like, it, it hurts my little MMA heart. Yeah. But my MMA heart will move on. Yeah. And I think that that's where it's like, we have to understand that like, we'll Khabib is Khabib and Tony is a different, like we just have to put them in different boxes because yeah. we know those boxes will never merge at this point. Yeah. And we'll forget about it once we see Khabib versus GSP. I'll never. All right. So the reason why I'm mad about uh-huh. Uh, GSP and Khabib. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's not the fight that I'm mad. I love that fight. It's going to mm-hmm. be amazing if it, falls through mm-hmm. goes through he's going to smash but um <laughs> so when i listened to dana white talk about his fight uh uh entertaining the idea of khabib versus gsp yeah dana white has said um khabib has done so much for ufc so much for the sport so yep. much for the division yep. like whatever mm-hmm. okay Cool, but that's not the reason why you're giving him the fight. Because if that's the if that's the reason why you're giving him the fight, you would have given it given him the fight the first time mm-hmm. it kind of got brought up and like whatever. But Dana White shut it down instantly. Mm. So the reason why Dana White is entertaining this fight is because Khabib's father recently passed, and he wants to give Khabib his yeah. his dues, like mm. which is great. Mm. But if that's the reason, mm-hmm. then say that that's the reason. Don't say don't. Bring it back, like, oh, we're doing this for him because he is so amazing. Finally, yeah, yeah that's true. It. It's like that perspective change. You can mm-hmm. say, like, okay, yes, that too, and yes, you're right. Now he deserves that. I didn't recognize that before, and now I really feel like it's yeah. time mm-hmm. he had that change of perspective. But you're right; it's not like that. That never was. Like he doesn't. Khabib. I don't think he wants Khabib versus GSP. Like I don't think that's what Dana White. Wants. I think he's just ready to move on. He knows that Khabib is going to retire at thirty and zero, mm-hmm. and Khabib is probably more than likely like you tell him you're going to fight Tony again. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is Khabib going to do? He's yeah. going to laugh you out of the fucking room. Well, I would. I would. I'd yeah. be like, it's not going to happen. The Earth is going to end. Like Dana, unless we fight tomorrow, to yeah. <laughs> like we fight tomorrow in your garage. Let's go. Like that's the only way that fight happens. Yeah. So I think it's just good for everybody to just kind of say it. It is what it is. But with all that being said, and in the perfect world, Khabib gets what he wants. Gaethje's a fucking match for him. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and to that point too, like he just lost Cejudo. Mm-hmm. He's like got such a loose grip on John Jones. Like these mm. big fan favorite champions are out of his control now. Yeah. So he's got to try to appease 
Khabib or yeah, the people it. that are willing to like work with him, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, because to his best ability. Yeah, Kamaru Usman just won, but a lot of people are giving him shit, so he can't really like. Uh-huh. He, he can't bank on Kamaru Usman bringing in money because so many people are kind of. Lost even though he Connor. dominated, uh-huh. he just like that's where the, like, it, it makes me so mad that people don't understand what he did. It just it is MMA. Mm-hmm. It's right. mixed martial arts. I, it's not just a. Bo- fucking watch boxing yeah like if you don't get it if you don't understand why making you do something against your will makes me the winner like homie yeah and i put a story on my snapchat i just mm. um that saturday or that wednesday mm. after canter versus ige mm-hmm. uh cater versus ige yeah yeah, yeah. um so I put a story on my Snapchat, just kind of like, all right, so we're going to talk about this on the mm. podcast, but I want to give you guys my instant yeah. uh, thoughts about everything. Mm. And I just went off on people like talking shit about Kamaru's man. I was like, if you don't want to see someone grapple, maybe go watch boxing. Yeah. Like maybe yeah. that's for you. Yeah. Because yeah. MMA, UFC. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, <laughs> it's just like... Like, what do you think Khabib does? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, stuffing somebody and making them do something against their own will is one of the hardest things that you could possibly do. Yep. Mm-hmm. Just imagine, like, a toddler trying to get them dressed after you give them a shower. Mm-hmm. It's probably really, really fucking hard. So imagine a grown-ass person, your same size, making you put your hands down, making you not being able to strike, keeping you up against Keeping your legs, like, in Yeah, the it's one of those things Khabib where it's does. just, like, it's easier said than done. You don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. And clearly, if you don't appreciate it, stop watching. Stop watching. Mm-hmm. Which would make the fighters lose money, which would suck, but also, like, I'm sure they they want people who actually enjoy the sport to watch. Yeah, <laughs> Not sure. just, like... Yeah. Anyways, um, Kamara has been put on the performance of a lifetime. It was really good. I I don't see him losing. The I was not as impressed as I thought it was going to be, especially because Jorge lost the twenty pounds in six days. I was impressed with uh, Jorge not uh, yeah. getting taken down. I was impressed and, with Jorge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's another thing where it's just like it kind of does suck to be the one saying like Jorge looked good in such a dominating loss Mm -hmm. but keep in mind he took it on six days notice cut the weight cut the 20 pounds Mm -hmm. 20 pounds in six days I do not want to hear another fighter losing weight that is bullshit dog yep so we'll see how it goes with that division but so now uh before we go into the fights for this week I had a question so we had a fighter break the record for the most consecutive wins and the shortest turnaround time with Kazma uh, Kamayev. Yeah. Um, with him doling out, I believe it was 194 strikes between his two matches in the, those 10 days. Yes. And him only being swung at twice. Yes. And I think he might have only gotten hit once, if not at all. Mm-hmm. And he's scheduled, or Dana White is going to try to schedule him for August 15th. So at that point, he has two wins, and also you have Shirishan O'Malley with two wins by knockout this year. Yes. And they're both set to fight on that same card. So, say for example, you get another knockout by Sean O'Malley, like a one-punch walk-off KO. Or you get another uh, performance by Kamayev where he just mauls somebody, doesn't take any damage. At that point, who... Do you get fired the year two? Um, 
Uh, they them two can battle it out, like have a fight of the year uh, fight. That's it. Yeah. Am I up against Sean Miller? Yeah. Sean Miller would die. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, Kamayev, again, he fought a catch weight at 185. He cut down to 170 to fight in 10 days. Yeah. And then he won against that. So, and, um, he's, and he says he's willing to go down and also move up. And I believe him because his training partner is, uh, I, I forgot what his first name is, but it's Latifi. And he wasn't going to make a light heavyweight match. And he said that he would jump in for a light heavyweight match. Dang. So that's 205. Yeah. Um, was your question fighter of the year or fight? Fighter of the year or fight of the year? Fighter of the fighter. year. Who wins it? Okay. Say they say Sugar Sean O'Malley gets another walk-off KO. Mm-hmm. And say Pamayev gets another blowout win. If we're being honest, depending on... I doubt it's going to be the same year. But depending on... Khabib with Gagey no. and GSP. No, I don't give it to Gagey. I give it. No, if I give Gagey it to Khabib on GSP. Khabib? No, on GSP. It won't be the same year. I'm talking about fighter this year, not next year. When no, that's what. GSP. No, that's why I said this I don't year. know if it's gonna be this year. But if it was, Khabib beating uh, whatever. It's not. Yeah, and first of all, Gagey definitely you know, no. overtakes uh, Sean O'Malley, 100. percent I mean, 100%. and honestly, if he beats not, Khabib, uh, go ahead. I was just gonna say too, like, what a feat for Volkanovski to take out Max Holloway twice. Someone who hasn't lost a fight in like seven years. So there's like, well, it's hard to determine like what you weigh more mm-hmm. as more important too. There's like yeah. impressive new fighters like could mm-hmm. be. 2.0 yeah. that we're talking about, but then there's fighters that have like really stepped up to the plate and like done what no one else was able to do, true. like Gaethje, like Volkanovski. That's true, and I mean they are going against the best in the world. That's yeah. what they, I mean. They're people winning who against haven't people won or, or who haven't lost in years. years. That's people true. People that no one thought were going to be able to take down. Does I I can't think of all that uh, awards UFC give out, but do they have an upcoming fighter of the year? Because Sean O'Malley could do, could be in that. That's where, yeah, I feel like maybe those guys could. They might have, but I think he's already. I think once you once you've made your initial, like yeah, name like so, Kamayev would be yeah, yeah Kamayev would be eligible, but Sean O'Malley he would had also popped for something mm-hmm. Austrian in uh, his supplements, which they found were in his supplements, so he. Got a reduced ban, and it was retroactive. I think it was a year or two years. So he's, he would be out for up-and-coming fighter of the year or biggest prospect or yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. But, I, I don't know, winning three times I don't, in a devastating I don't, fashion. I, I don't give Sean O'Malley fighter of the year. If he gets another walk-off KO? Even if he gets another. If he gets two walk-off KOs, then yeah. All right. All right. So, so four a, walk-off KOs in one year. Yeah. That's what you're saying, get some fighter of the year. Yes, because you – how many fighters – how many fighters in the UFC in history get sung, gets only swung out – swung at twice in two fights? Right. That's where – I just feel like that's so much more impressive. I'm pretty sure Sean O'Malley did get hit at least once against – um. What's no, he got, I think he got hit like – Four or five times. So that so there you bam. 
I think that's what makes it like that much more impressive. That's fair. Be like, I have been swung at twice in two fights, and I have almost outstruck my opponent. Yeah. By, I mean, just percentages wise, you're looking at like twenty thousand percent. Yeah. That's how much I've outstricken you. Right. So that's where I just outstrike. Yeah. I mean, like at that point, it's just like. It's just so much more dominating to say, like, because anybody can knock somebody out. Yeah. In order to, like, do yeah. what Kamaya does to people, like, mm-hmm. that's a certain different animal. And I believe it when he says that. He, he picked really up. Just fight. He picked up What's-His-Face and walked him Carried across. Him the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know. Him up, carried him over there to his corner. I don't want you over here. I want you over here. <laughs> I want here. you over here, so I'm just going to take you now. Come on, baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, that was great. That was one of the Speaking greatest another things Speaking another language in his corner, too, yeah. so that nobody could understand what mm-hmm. the heck was happening. Rip. <laughs> I know. Love it. Gosh. Uh, so, I, I've i been, I talk a lot of good things about Sean O'Malley, so mm-hmm. this isn't me hating on him. Yeah, I just it's don't not think... me hating on him. I'm, I'm now like, fuck it. Let's go. Yeah. Let's give him everybody he wants. Yeah. Hopefully he knocks him out. Mm-hmm. He's earning it. So yeah, why yeah. not? Yeah. But yeah, that's where I'm just like, well, we'll we'll see how it goes. But that that was my little two cents. I was just like, Sean O'Malley's in. He was in the running prior of the year at that point. Yeah. But now with my coming over like overnight, ten days. Yeah. But also with Sean O'Malley's opponents now, granted, um, what's his face as opponents as well? The other guy we're talking about, I can't pronounce his last name. Sean O'Malley and Khabib two Oh, Kamaya. Okay, okay, Kamaya. Uh-huh. Um, so, Sean O'Malley, I can't put a face to his opponents. I can't even really put a name to his opponents. Not because I can't remember them, but just because I don't know them. That's true. I mean, so, the it's like getting walkout, getting walk-off KOs is yeah. more impressive if it's someone that... Yeah. And true. that's my argument, is yeah, like yeah. to take down the champions, mm-hmm. like... Mm-hmm. Those guys may be contenders for fight of the year. Oh, for sure. But that's where you can like wait. Yeah. Like I don't know how how I don't know at either. the end of the year it'll really yeah. come down and, to. And, and, and uh, Joanna Weiling get fight of the year and fighters of the year. <laughs> they both that's are it. shared <laughs> yeah. fighters. Of the they year. still got fight of the year, but Darren Cell uh-huh. versus Derek or uh, Robert Whitaker. No. No. That was a good match. Um, I'm sorry. Not Joanna versus Joanna. Not Joanna versus John Whaley, but it's up there. Yeah. And I think that fight is better than. Um, Dustin Poirier versus Dan Hooker, I think. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I would have to watch them back and back to kind of judge. I think Dan Hooker no. versus Dustin Poirier was really, really entertaining. So it maybe Robert Whitaker versus Darren Till, Dustin Poirier versus Dan Hooker, John Lee versus um, Forever John. and Always. Oh yeah, for sure. I Forever mean, and I, Always. I mean, we're just not going to see just Joanna's head, like, Joanna's head, that hematoma, and. Them bouncing up and down. Yeah. yeah, and they just kept on going. Constant. Nobody gets like hurt. They were Nobody like gets little hurt. energizer bunnies. Yeah, they just kept on swinging, kicking, everything. Just Those eating shots. Those bitches don't freaking they did not play. Nope. nope. But, okay. So, that pretty much wraps up the rest of the show. Um, before we leave you, um, so this week is the return of the UFC back in Las Vegas. We'll see how long that lasts before it gets stood down again. But... We have for the main event, Derek Brunson against Ed, uh, Edmund Shabazian, which uh, Derek Brunson, let's go, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. If you don't play P. Pablo, 
I said, yo, <laughs> that's a wrap. You are not Edmund real won. North Carolina. <laughs> anyway. Uh-huh. Also, Ronda Rousey's going to be in the corner of Edmund, which will be her return back to the Octagon after losing. Fucker. And, yep, yeah, for real. I don't, yeah, I don't, don't care. I hope Edmund just gets destroyed. Destroyed. <laughs> just yep. to, like. Which sucks. Make but... her just that much more sadder. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, so there's that. We have the woman flyweight co-main event where Jennifer Maya lost her opponent due to COVID-19 and Joanne Collarwood, who was next in line for Valentina Shevchenko, is saying, fuck it, I'll go ahead and fight this bitch. Watch her again. Go after Valentina, because everybody's counting me out, saying that Valentina Shevchenko is the best ever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then (laughs) also, Amanda Nunez has been all over Valentina, like, recently on Instagram. Mm -hmm. She just keeps on posting shit like, just to let you know that I'm the champ. Just to uh-huh. let you know that I beat you twice. Just to let you know. Just uh-huh. to remind you. That's okay, though. And that's like a boss move. Just, yeah, just feel like the I'm next closest opponent I've already demolished uh-huh. twice. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's going to be a fun fight. And also, Vicente Luque is going to be going against Randy My Brown, favorite fighter. That which, my Vicente Luque is a beast. Mm-hmm. So, um, we'll see um, how that goes and it plays out. Especially in the Walter League division. Vicente Luque wins again, and David Sebastian, like he has mm-hmm. been, it's hard not to give him a top five after this. Yeah. Um, but that is it for next week. After that, like I mentioned before, it's Lewis versus Olenek, but nothing else has been pledged out for that one. As always, from the MMA show, my name is Andy. Nina. Juan. Thank you for listening. Thank you for hearing us talk. Oh, wait. And- uh, Princess Platinum. Danielle, if you want to come speak your truth, we won't pay you, but you're welcome to come on the show. Oh, yeah. Platinum Princess. <laughs> yeah. Did you see that? Post? I did not. It's Okay. So the same day that Mike Perry and um, Coach oh, of the Year. So first. So okay. first, yes. it, it's Mike Perry's it. still wife, who he's uh-huh. estranged from, came out with a picture of Mike Perry with her hand over her mouth. It looked like it was a pose like, picture, yeah. oh, but okay. also in the caption underneath, it was just like, I'm tired of keeping quiet. I'm gonna come out. Who's ready to? Who's brave enough and ready to listen to me? And then she tagged uh, Joe Rogan. She tagged Ariel Helwani. Uh-huh. And I was kind of going over the feed, and everybody oh, was fair. talking about it. And then, lo and behold, <laughs> like during my lunch break at work. So this happened early in the morning at my lunch break at work. Platinum Mike Perry comes out and he says, "Oh, guess what? I wasn't alone in that corner with Latori. I had another corner man." And she was pregnant at the time that she was cornering him. Uh-huh. And so homeboy like is going to be a father. Pregnancy reveal. And he just punched an old man? Yeah. What? Yeah. Right. So I'm sorry this didn't make it into the show, but also what the fuck? I know. So all the best to Mike Perry. Congratulations on your yeah. pregnancy. Latoria Gonzalez, coach of the year, and also Congrats. mother. Fuck yeah, she's yeah. 2 now. So put in... I mean, it's my Perry and Conor McGregor now for <laughs> old man championships. So, yeah. Um, and then Danielle, if Joe and Ariel situation. don't come at you, we'll happily have you on the show. Also, shout out to the Casual Boys MMA <laughs> podcast because they were like, "You're welcome to come on our show." <laughs> like, uh-huh. like after she tagged me, was like, "Oh, if they say no, you can come on there." Yeah. And I was just like, "Oh, fuck it, fuck it." Same. But yeah, so you're welcome. Come on the show, <laughs> whatever. You know, Mike Perry. What if it's Darren Till's baby? She said he brought doctor. Rip. Stop. Oh my God. Anyway. Thank you guys for listening. <laughs> Have a great you. week. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Raw dog. <laughs>